The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Star Wars 7x7 episode 2855 today, the second half of my conversation with David W. Collins about hosting Star Wars Celebration and in particular hosting at Celebration Orlando. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy and thank you so much for joining me for it. So we had the first half of our conversation with David W. Collins on yesterday's episode. Today, the second half of the conversation. Totally logical, right? Makes sense. So why don't we just dive right in? Without further ado, here's the second half of my conversation with David W. Collins about hosting the Galaxy Stage at Celebration Orlando. Exactly. And you know, not to play favorites, but I'll play favorites somewhat because since this is a daily podcast with Star Wars 7x7 and I'm covering you know news and new you know canon releases and all that, I don't listen to a lot of general news Star Wars podcasts, but one that I listen to pretty regularly is Star Wars Oxygen because A, you and Jimmy Mack do a fantastic job with it, number one, and number two, you give me access to a level of Star Wars knowledge that on my own I wouldn't be able to get to because I'm not as versed in the music theory and being able to understand these sorts of things and be able to analyze it in the way that you're able to do so. I'm exceedingly grateful for you and the work that you do on Star Wars Oxygen. I am a huge fan of it and it is one of the, you know, one of the two or three Star Wars podcasts that I listen to regularly. Oh, thank you. Thanks so much for saying that. Yeah, it's always been a goal of that show to make it as accessible as possible that the the you know the price of entry i think in a lot of people's minds when it comes to orchestral music is very steep and they're not wrong you know i mean you, you what's with all the italian words and, and <laughs> you know if you're a fan of nirvana you know there's a guitar bass and drums and a singer if you're a fan of john williams there's like 80 instruments in that orchestra and what are they all doing and you know i mean it, it's it's over it can be overwhelming you know so if you constantly just focus on story and focus on simple melodies and themes. No, not really simple, but you know, mm -hmm. uh, I, I kind of simplified down what John Williams is doing. Um, you know, but they're wonderful melodies and tie it back to the lore. Then that becomes interesting as a star Wars fan. And then you kind of sneak in a little bit of, of, uh, you know, orchestral tradition in there, you know? Um, but, uh, but yeah, I really appreciate that. It's meant for star Wars fans. It's not meant for musicians necessarily. Although, um, musicians also get, get a lot out of it on a different level. Um, but yeah, I, I love doing that show. Um, you know, we've, I, I've, you know, been, because I've been so busy this year and started back to work and, and being a new dad and everything, we've been on a bit of a hiatus, but, but, uh, you know, I don't think I ever want to stop doing the music analysis stuff where it's, you know, it's been too much fun and, and, uh, people have really, really responded to it. So, and, I was lucky enough to get a tweet from Michael Giacchino about listening to the show. Nice. Um, you know, he listened to the Rogue One episode we released in December and and uh, and had nice things to say about it. That was very validating. And um, and so, yeah, uh, I'm really, really thankful. Yeah, thanks for your comments and thanks to everyone for listening. 
Yeah, absolutely. My pleasure. And um, I know my time is limited with you here, and I would love to talk to you more about Star Wars Oxygen just in general. So maybe we can schedule that for another time. Sure. Because I also want to ask you, I had a question kicking around about um, whether Kylo Ren's um, little theme uh, had anything to do with Darth Vader's theme from the original New Hope. But uh, I might want to save that question for a later date. Oh, we should definitely talk about it. Um, it's, uh, I, I would say, you know, just the quick answer is that they, they um, you know, the thing they have most in common is their brevity. Mm-hmm. You know, with five notes, uh, you know, a little more in the case of, of A New Hope, um, you know, you're, you're basically able to establish villain very quickly, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And that's basically what you got with, uh, with Vader in A New Hope, although it was greatly um, modified and very successfully uh, forever with the Empire Strikes Back once the, the, the Imperial March was introduced in that movie. But in the first movie, you know, mm-hmm. that, that, uh, that was basically what uh, signified Darth Vader. And in fact, John Williams even called it Vader's theme in the liner notes of the original double LP of Star Wars. He said, Darth Vader's theme is this little thing, you know. And, uh, you know, for those of you that are interested, um, you know, it's basically... Um, it's basically, uh, oh man, which movement is it? It's not, it's not the Russian dance, that's for sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's, one of the, it's one of the pieces in the Nutcracker Suite by Tchaikovsky in reverse, basically. Instead of, bum, 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 Tchaikovsky wrote, bum, 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 you know, and, mm-hmm. you know, there's, there's all those kind of uh, little callbacks to uh, orchestral music, which, Sometimes might be a nod and a wink on the part of John Williams, but probably more literally is because, you know, he was basically incorporating everything that George Lucas and his editors had put into the temp score uh, for Star Wars and basically made it its own, its own thing, you know, with its own themes. And then, of course, he greatly extrapolated on that. Extrapolated? Yeah, he very yeah. did variations on it. Uh, you know, to the point where, you know, the opening battle is right. That's all based on Vader's theme uh, when when they're boarding the, the uh, brilliant Corvette there at the top of the movie. So, yeah, uh, long answer, but um, that's a glimpse of what we talk about on Star Wars Oxygen for sure. <laughs> um, and I cannot recommend the podcast highly enough. It's on the Rebel Force Radio Network. If you go looking for it, uh, please do check that out for sure. All right, so let me ask you one or two more questions, and then we will head off into that good night. Um, What are you personally most excited for at Celebration Orlando, whether it's going to happen on your stage or somebody else's stage or, you know, what you're not even related to a stage, what you presume might happen? What are you most excited for? I mean, I'm really excited for The Last Jedi, of course. I think think that's pretty universal. Um, I'm not involved in that panel at all. Uh, (laughs) And in fact you know, because of my hosting duties have not been in the room when they've happened uh, at the last two years. I've always been on my stage, which it was streaming into. Um, so at but, least you got to see it. Oh, I got to see it and I got to kind of see it live, um, but uh, didn't get to uh, experience it, um, uh, you know, in the room. But um, I'm very, very excited about that. Um, and uh, sorry, I'm just getting my... Uh, my twelve thirty Tom be, be there in a few minutes. Anyway, um, I'm very <laughs> excited about the Last Jedi. I'm also very excited about. Um, gosh, there's a lot of panels we just haven't announced yet, but there's some really really good ones. Um, 
what have they announced on the website? I don't even know. Well, it's the 40th anniversary of Star Wars, right? Yep. Um, so, you know, there's going to be a lot of fun surprises there. Um, and, uh, you know, just I think it's just going to be a very, um, I don't know, a very fun filled and very content filled celebration. And I wish I could say more. In fact, you know, once we have the schedule uh, announced, I'm hoping that I get to do a little preamble um, and uh, and talk a little bit about what I'm excited about. Uh, Amy Ratcliffe and I are, are talking about getting together and just maybe releasing something about our schedules and, and talking about what we're looking forward to. But be sure to uh, check out uh, StarWars.com and StarWarsCelebration.com in the next, you know, even week or so, because the panels are going to be imminently announced um, and then we can talk further. But, you know, uh, Star Wars Rebels, I cannot wait for the season three finale. Um, the the Twin Suns episode that just came out was was incredible. I'm excited to see the Rebels cast there. Um, I'm excited to uh, I'm excited to hear more about uh, the Last Jedi. Um, you know, uh, gosh, what have we announced? Has EA announced anything? I don't know. There's gonna Not- be there's gonna be a ton of stuff. I think the only things that have been announced as of this recording are the fact that there's going to be a 40th anniversary panel on Thursday, The Last Jedi on Friday, and Rebels on Saturday. Just those main headlining panels, and I think that's all that's been announced as of March 21st at uh, 3.30 Eastern Standard Time. <laughs> right, yeah, I mean, those panels will all be amazing. So, And honestly, the thing I love about Celebration the most is getting to see everybody again. You know, you get mm-hmm. to see everyone in the same place. It, it's like it's like what high school reunions uh, in a perfect world should be, but <laughs> especially after social media. Now you get, actually get to see all those people on a annual, semi-annual, whatever basis and uh, forge friendships and and uh, and, you know, catch up and have a good time. Of course, the parties in the evening are great. Um, I can't wait to go to Disney World. I want to do Galactic Nights. I want to do all that stuff. So. Um, I just hope everyone says hello and, and um, you know, that we get a, at least a few moments to catch up and, and celebrate Star Wars together. I mean, it's so rare in life that you get to be surrounded by thousands of people that without even knowing them yet, you know you have a lot in common. And I think that's why so many friendships and more are made, you know, obviously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's someone I met at Celebration, but... Um, you know, that's the best part of celebration and really the spirit of the thing in my mind. And so that's probably what I always look forward to the most is just catching up. Wonderful. And so one last question for you, um, considering all the voices that you are doing and have done and your ability with the piano, when is your nightclub act going to open? Uh, uh, that's funny. You know, it's, I'm, I'm not a great pianist, uh, to be honest. I, I, you know, I, I'm able to just kind of walk my way through stuff, um, but self-accompanying and doing all that stuff is, is I'm a better guitarist than I am a piano player, but, um, uh, but yeah, <laughs> I, I, um, I don't know. I used to sing in a swing band. I don't know if a lot of people know that, but when I was living in Northern California and working at Lucas, I had a, had a, uh, like a, a American songbook, uh, swing band that did all the classic Sinatra and, and, uh, that kind of stuff. And we used to do wineries and weddings and, restaurants and parties and all kinds of stuff um just to have a different creative outlet other than star wars and of course that was before i moved to los angeles and now i've you know done some other things like uh my voice is in voltron if you're a voltron fan uh i'm in season two uh if you're an anime fan i'm in one punch man uh if you're uh, a star wars fan obviously uh rogue one and 
Force Awakens and Battlefront. Um, but just getting an opportunity now to do a lot of different things. Um, I got to play a few small parts in Mass Effect Andromeda, which just released today. Ah, uh, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, my just, kids are already talking about it. There's a... Uh, I, the kids are throwing my uh, older son's 14 years old and friends of his are, are having a Mass Effect Andromeda party so that way everybody can play it for the first time together. Well, blink and you'll miss me. That's all I have to say. Ha! I got to work on it for a day and uh, played a few characters and, and I don't even know where they are in the game. So now I just I just downloaded it so I can play it and find it, you know. <laughs> uh, but that's really exciting. Um you know, uh, but yeah, I don't know when I'm going to, when, when I'm going to do that. I, maybe I'll, uh, work on some music or something with Sam, but yeah, I, I love music. In fact, if you're, a, if you're a big music fan, um, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but I actually, um, wrote, uh, the trailer music for the Rebels season three mid season trailer. The first half of that trailer is a cue that I wrote, uh, specifically for Lucasfilm and gave that to them. You know yeah. what? It turns out that listeners of Star Wars 7x7 actually do know that because I interviewed Kevin Yost back in January. And, oh, cool. And yeah. we talked about that and about you. So if your ears were burning in late January, that would be the reason why. That's awesome. Well, I don't know if I'm giving too much away, but I, I, I hear that some of my music also ended up in the bonus features on Rogue. Um, I don't know if I'm supposed to say that, but I don't know if it really matters. There's so much music in all those things. That's another blink if you miss it. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, you see that part right there? Yeah, I wrote that. Oh, I know it's gone. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it's been great. I've been writing um, some just some music cues for, for Kevin, and uh, that's, that's just been a really fantastic opportunity and, and mixing things for them and um, just trying to stay involved and uh, you know still work on Star Wars. I'm so lucky to be doing it to this day. Absolutely, and we're very lucky to have you working on it too. And so, for everybody who is not yet familiar with you, we of course know that we can find you on Rebel Force Radio's network with Star Wars Oxygen. Where else should people look to connect with you online? Probably the easiest place is Twitter at David W. Collins, Instagram at David W. Collins. Uh, you can look me up on IMDb as well. Um, and then, uh, you know, I have. We, we did a Star Wars show a while ago called The Comlink, which was on YouTube. Yeah. You look, you look up The Comlink, and there's some wonderful interviews that we got to do up there. Uh, everyone from Anthony Daniels to members of the cast of Rebels to, you know, we went to Gus Lopez's house and checked out his collection, including the original Death Star. You know, there's a lot of cool video content up there if you are looking for some more Star Wars content to watch. Um, I'm also uh, keep, ma- I keep making contributions to The Star Wars Show. So um, be sure to look out for more uh, more of me on the Star Wars show, which comes every Wednesday directly from Lucasfilm, their official their official show on YouTube. Um, I'm hoping I get to do some of the live stream. I'm pretty sure I will in Orlando. Um, so if you can't attend Star Wars Celebration, be sure to check out the live stream on StarWars.com or on their YouTube channel. And uh, I'm sure I'll be there and I'll say hello. And uh, and yeah, if you are curious, you know, some of the interviews that we did on the Rogue One red carpet at the Hollywood premiere and the Force Awakens red carpet, that was really fun as well. So those are all great places. Um, And uh, I'll keep everyone up to date on what's new on Twitter. Terrific. David Collins, thank you again so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to talk with me. I really appreciate it. Oh, thanks so much for having me. And uh, we'll speak soon. Hope to see you in Orlando. 
And there you have it. That is the end of my conversation with David W. Collins, who hosted the Galaxy Stage at Celebration Orlando. He is moderating a conversation about the Bad Batch. I don't know if that means he's actually hosting a stage at Celebration Anaheim in just a few short weeks, but I guess we'll find out soon enough. For now, that's going to do it for this episode of the show, and it just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it as always, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and/or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited. Other respective trademark and copyright holders may the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. 